0: happy friday everybody it's friday march 8th 2019 and as always if you're listening to this that means you made it through another week and margaritas are in order let's do some birthdays real quick before we get to what's been happening this week all right happy birthday to alan hale jr mickey Dolans of the monkeys randy meisner of the eagles actor aiden quinn freddie prince jr Heinz Ward, Pittsburgh Steelers great, James Vanderbeek, and the Queen of the Tattoo World, Kat Von D. Also on this date in 1965, the Beach Boys released "Help Me, Rhonda," which is going to be today's song of the day. Yeah, we do a little Beach Boys every now and again. We go a little old school. That's right. Nothing wrong with a little Beach Boys in the long run. No, nothing wrong with a little bit of 50s music now and again. Alright, really quickly, let me give you the weekly reminders. I do this every week for those of you people just finding me for the first time. uh, Three real quick reminders. Number one, this is what I call a real podcast in that it's not recorded in a uh, booth. It's not mixed and edited. It's literally done on my phone wherever I happen to be at the moment. So you are going to hear background noises. You might hear somebody come knock on the door and my dogs bark. You might hear me light up a cigarette or take a drink of water. It's meant to be that way it's not meant to be filtered and edited out it's meant to be like you and I sitting on the deck shooting the shit weekly reminder number two there is music there are musical interludes throughout each podcast episode I have an intro song I have a song at the end of the day called the Friday song I have a song taking us into the birthdays every week you can't hear any of that music if you're not listening on an anchor platform so if you're on your computer Go to anchor.fm, and if you're on your smartphone, go download the free Anchor app. You get my podcast, along with dozens of others. Favorite the podcast while you're there, if you wouldn't mind. Spread the love. Share the post that you found this on. Let all your friends know about the show. I really appreciate it. And the last weekly reminder I give every week is, if you can, swing by my website, TomPowellJr.com, and pick up my first book. A Grateful Life, the life story of a husband, father, and Taco loving deadhead is available now in paperback and ebook formats. Go buy the book. Spread the word. All right, today is International Women's Day and International or I'm sorry, International Women's Day and National Proofreading Day. So, um happy International Women's Day to all women, primarily of which though for the purposes of this day would be my middle child Lily Marie who is uh lives for days like this and uh just so happens to be that National Proofreading Day would be right up her alley too so Lily the national and international days are all about you today with uh Women's Day and Proofreading Day falling on the uh, on the same day All right so let's get into what's been going on this week I want to very quickly And very shortly, for my wife's sake, just mention two quick football notes because we are in that period of the football year in which uh, trades, the calendar year for the NFL is coming up, and so trades are being made and moves are being made, and it's this time of year that that happens. In between the combine and the draft, it's where we see most of those moves made. And we had two moves made that I thought were noteworthy, number one the absolute stud wide receiver antonio brown of the pittsburgh Steelers Steelers, who's been unhappy with that organization and i still don't know why um he's demanded a trade and it looks like that the Steelers are going to give him that trade and they're trading him to the buffalo bills and damn that sucks that's listen with all due respect to the bills they've had some good years the jim kelly years were phenomenal they've had some success in recent years but there's still the Bills. You're going from the Steelers to the Bills. That is a tough pill to swallow. I, I think I would swallow my pride and stick with the Steelers. But good luck to you, Antonio. I would love to have seen Antonio Brown with a horseshoe on his helmet playing in Indy next year for my beloved Colts. But doesn't look like that's going to happen. and He's going to languish up in Buffalo. Oh, God. I can't... Oh. Sorry, Antonio. Sorry. Uh, the other really quick football note I wanted to mention is uh, the, the, the Chicago Bears have signed a new kicker. Now, if you follow football at any degree, if you're a Chicago Bears fan, if your last name is Gubbins or Prignano, you know exactly what the hell I'm talking about here. Uh, they had a kicker last year who just could not get the job done, Cody Parkey. Uh, doinked it off the uprights seven times, I believe, in his own stadium throughout the course of the year, including one massive doink of a chip shot of a field goal at home in the playoffs to send the Bears on to round two, and he couldn't pull it, he doinks it, and then hits the upright. Anyway, they get rid of Cody Parkey, and they hired, they signed a new kicker this week, and his name is Chris Blewett. I'm not making that up, go look that shit up. Listen, I I am the kind of guy that will literally sit on the couch in the exact same position every time my Colts have the ball if they happen to score a touchdown while I was sitting in that position earlier. But that's a good luck position for that particular game. Okay, it's left leg down, right leg tucked underneath the left knee. That's how we're sitting. No problem. I'll sit that way for the game. That's how much I I get into stuff with football. To me, if you're getting off of a year in which the dude cannot not find the upright, keeps doinking them left and right on you, you might not want to have your next kicker have a last name of Blewett. I don't give a damn if the guy's perfect on his career. I still ain't bringing him in. I'm not bringing in anybody whose last name is Blewett after the season I just had with my par- my kicker. And while I'm going to get off of football because I know not everybody loves football, but I do have to ask all the Chicago fans out there, and really anybody, who do you believe in the lore of all-time Chicago sports now has a tougher time living or being known In and around the city of Chicago. Would it be Cody Parkey? Or is it still Bartman? I mean, let's be honest. Bartman didn't cost him the game. But Bartman cost him a chance at really closing it out and sealing the deal for the first time in a century. With one of the most boneheaded moves ever. And I feel bad for the shit the guy went through. I truly do. But facts are facts. Of what happened in the game. So there's, there's Bartman... But he didn't actually cost them the series. They still had a chance to win not only that game, but subsequent games to advance. Parky cost them the season. Cost them a season in which they were rolling. They were hosting a home playoff game for the first time since Jesus lost his sandals. And he double-doinks them out of the playoffs, at home, I got to tell you, I think Cody Parkey may have surpassed Bartman on the all-time sports lore shit list. Just me. Just me. Um, But yeah, I don't think I'd be signing Blewett. I don't think I'd be doing that. I did want to mention one other quick note about the entertainment world really quickly before I get into some some of the weird stories of the week. Uh, Rambo, Last Blood, is set to premiere September 20th. Now, I am a big Rambo fan. I have not even gotten to the point where I was able to watch the last one, simply entitled Rambo. I watched him uh, battle the cops in the first one, go to Vietnam, go to Afghanistan... uh, Big fan. Huge fan of Sylvester Stallone. Rambo, Rocky, Nighthawks. Dig it. Big fan. It's time to end it. It, It's It's over. It's over. I'm not saying your career is over. Rambo is done. Rocky is done. Those two, put them to bed. Okay, you got this one coming out. I see what you did there with the name. The first one, the very first one was entitled First Blood. This one is entitled Rambo, Last Blood. Okay, great. Let's make it the last Rambo movie. Put a bow on that bitch. Move on with your life. Once again, not ripping on the series, not ripping on him. Huge fan. It's time. Everything has a shelf life. And I think you may have jumped the shark a couple of Rambos ago. So let's just put that thing to bed once and for all, okay? End it. And while we're on the topic of ending shit, can we please end the newest online trend of... I don't don't even know how this thing started. I've seen the video now all over my feed, but there apparently is an online trend in which people are filming themselves throw a slice of American cheese at their baby's head to see if it'll stick. That, okay, we all do weird shit with our kids. I gotta admit, I've never thought about throwing a slice of cheese at my baby's head, let alone throwing a piece of cheese at my baby's head and filming it, but what I really never thought I'd be talking about in a million years is how that is a popular trend in the country, how people are logging on to the interweb machine and... Th- can I let me see babies with cheese on their face? What? What the hell is wrong with people? It's the weirdest damn thing. So along with Ramble, could you just maybe end that? You know? Listen, if you're one of those people that want to throw cheese at their baby's face, I got somebody who you can throw cheese at, okay? Go look up the story of the Beverly Hills brat. I don't even have this girl's name in front of me, okay? But I know she's 15 years old, her mom's rich, her parents are rich, and her mom spoiled her as a child in an over-excessive manner. And what we've developed here now is she's got a $5,000 a month allowance and she has unlimited credit card access. And she routinely runs up $10,000 a month <clears throat> on credit cards. So she's really dropping about 15 gur every 30 days of her parents' money. And it's new shoes and she's got closets full of shit and purses and everything matches and and drivers to and from school. And so mom said, I've created a monster. I've got to get this under control. And so she cut off the credit cards and she dropped her from $5,000 a month in allowance to $1,000 a month in allowance. And that's her punishment. And shockingly enough, the girl now says that she feels like she's a peasant. She's constantly out of money. She goes broke very early every month and her mom won't give her any more money because her mom only gives her $1,000 a month allowance. Yeah I needed to take a pause there. So I could light this cigarette. Because. um Are you fucking kidding me? You're racking up $10,000 a month. In credit card bills. And you're given an additional five grand. Liquid cash. Every month by mommy. And you're bitching. Because you got that cut to a grand. Sweetheart. Oh. Sweetheart. Listen, I have nothing against giving a kid an allowance. We don't do it with our children. Uh, what we do is we make sure our children have the things that they need and some of the things that they want. Uh, we don't give them cash. You know, if there's an event coming up, hey, so-and-so wants to go to the movies, then we'll, we, we discuss that on a, on a per-case basis in this house. There's not, you, you want money, you want actual money in your pocket, you better go earn it, or you better lose some goddamn teeth. That's the only way you're getting money in this house. You know, maybe you get some birthday money, but, you know, who the hell knows. If I gave my kids $1,000 a month, let, let me just, let me correct that for that. If I gave my kids 500 a month in cash allowance, just handed them $500 a month. My children wouldn't know what the fuck to do with themselves. They would have no clue. Absolutely beyond their realm of, holy crap. The old man's just giving us 500 at the first of every month. This is insane. Now, around here, you work for it. You want cash, you get a job. You feel like a peasant because you're only getting $1,000 a month? Oh, by the way, while still having a cook cook your meals, a cleaning lady clean your house, somebody else do your laundry, somebody drives you to school in a private car, you live in a fucking mansion, you get to go on banging vacations with mom and dad, and you're only getting $1,000 a month? I think it's about time for the Beverly Hills brat to get brought down to zero a month plus ass weapons. We're gonna throw that in as a bonus. I feel like a peasant. <sighs> Racking up fifteen thousand dollars a month in total expenses between cash expenditures and credit cards. That's beyond me. I don't how the hell could I don't give a shit how much money you make. I don't care. You know what? If I had that kind of money, I would I would spend it on my kids the right way, in my opinion. And what? Once again, this is all an opinion based thing. You're going to college? Fine, I'll pay for it. I'm not going to give you the cash. I'll pay for your college. You won't. You don't have to worry about. It. All you got to do is attend. Now, if you're away at college, maybe we could talk about giving you a small stipend to keep you alive. You're here in the house, your stipend is you're alive in the house. you got a roof over your head, you got AC in the summertime, you got heat in the wintertime, you got a pantry full of food, you got every freaking channel available on the Comcast, and you got a cell phone in your pocket that literally connects you to the world that you don't have to pay for. You're good. Your allowance is covered. If you're away at college, I know you got to eat. I'll give you a small stipend. Enough to make me keep food in your stomach, but not make sure that you're not going nuts partying. But if I had that kind of money, I'd pay for the college. Maybe I'll make sure that you got the proper vehicle underneath underneath your body there so that you can move from place to place and not worry about breaking down. That kind of shit. Now, I'm not just giving you five grand a month and unlimited credit card access. Give me a fucking break. You did that to her. You're responsible for that. And you want a pat on the back because you're dropping her down to a grand a month? Hell no. Hell no. It's a. It's a yeah, listen, I, I very rarely, very, very rarely use this word. And I don't know that I've ever used it on the podcast. So you're going to have to forgive the foulness of what I'm about to say. Uh, I don't view the word as foul as many people do view the word. But I don't, I don't say it as often because I do know that people do view the word foully. But th- right here, that woman, this girl she's an entitled cunt and that is the only way to describe her and i use that term kind of like the australians use that term almost as it's almost as common of a of a of an insult as bastard is around here you bastard yeah yeah entitled bastard ah yeah entitled cunt too many too much of that shit going on in the world absolutely too much of that shit going on in the world we th- in this house there is we're we're comfortable we can do everything we need to do and then we can do a decent chunk of what we want to do okay we're comfortable it's it's not bad and even we're, we're not even giving them cash hell no straight up just cash well I did the dishes Right, you're supposed to do the dishes Because the fucking dishes were dirty That's how that shit works Sorry I mean, Didn't mean to go 1955 on you But it, it, we, too much of that shit It's entitled cunts like that Is the reason why we have stupidity On a week to week basis being talked about On this podcast These people are just an, an entitled nation This next one I got here lined up for you Perfect example of it Comes out of Alabama Where a bunch of people Got into a fight at a buffet Because they were waiting 20-25 minutes For some fresh crab legs to come out And when they came out Everybody went nuts to go, try and get them right away Okay There was a, an off-duty police officer Named Gerald Johnson Who was actually eating at the place the place called the Meteor Buffet I believe it's in Huntsville, Alabama When he witnessed the melee At the crab leg section He said that people were, arms and hands were flying all over the plates. Plates were breaking on the ground because everybody had been waiting for so long to get their hands on these $10 all you can eat crab legs. And when they finally came out, people just went nuts. And it was at that point in time that a fight broke out between an old man and a young woman. John Chapman and Chiquita Jones. Cops said that the tongs that they were using to assault one another were clanging so hard and so often it felt like a fencing match. Put that image in your head. An old man and a young woman at an all-you-can-eat crab crab leg buffet going all pirate time with the tongs because everybody wanted the crab legs. I guess John accused Miss Jenkins of taking more than her fair share and a fight broke out between the two of them. Uh, Chapman's being charged with disorderly conduct. Jenkins being charged with third-degree assault. Both of them are looking at hundreds of dollars in fines over some ten-dollar crab legs. Over ten. See, that's what I'm talking about, people. We live in a goddamn society, and we're we're having we're having lightsaber fights at the crab leg buffet. Because you had to wait 20 minutes for your $10 crab legs. Next time, eat a Snickers, you hangry motherfuckers. Come on, people. Speaking of the crab legs, real quickly, did you guys happen to see... Just on a side note. Did you happen to see the uh, hermit crab? There's just a picture floating around of a hermit crab that is using an old discarded doll's head as its shell. Oh, it's creepy as fuck. You gotta go look at it. It just... A little side note to that whole crab story. So, yeah, we got, we got an old man and a young woman, along with several other people, getting into a melee at a buffet in Huntsville, Alabama, because they waited too long for their $10 crab legs. Crab legs were just a flying everywhere. So, not only did not everybody get their crab legs, but you had a bunch of crab legs hit the deck. Uh, I don't know what the five second rule is on crab leg. I don't eat crab. It would seem to me that from what I've seen of the people around me that eat crab is that you're actually eating the inside portion of the crab and that hard outside portion is just like a protective force field. So maybe the five second rule does apply even at a public buffet, but I don't know because I don't eat crab. Still, I'd probably eat the goddamn crab off the floor in the buffet at Huntsville, Alabama before I would eat Anything, anything delivered to me, in, and from anywhere, in Maryville, Tennessee. Simply because I don't know what restaurant that this next story actually originated from. But apparently there was a delivery driver that was a tad pissed that the person who he was delivering to, the last time he had delivered to them, only gave him an 89-cent tip. And it's about a 30-minute drive. So first of all, that's a beefy delivery drive. And the guy got an 89 cent tip the last time and he saw that an order came through for the family again. And he was taking the next order out to the family. And he stopped along the way and he filmed himself and here's where the dumbass part comes in. I mean the whole story is dumbass, but the, the truly dumbass story, parts of our stories here in 2019 are that people are filming themselves doing the stupid shit. But he filmed himself uh, dipping his nuts into the salsa for this customer and saying this is what you get when you give an 89 cent tip for a 30 minute delivery drive. And then he put that on the internet because that's what modern day stupidity is. You know, I use technology. I I use it to do a podcast. I use it to promote my book. I use it to promote, uh, you know, just the funny shit I see online. Uh, we have technology coming out of our ass around here. I'm not ignorant to technology. I use it all the time, daily, frequently. But I guess I'm old-fashioned when it comes to technology. Yes, I am 46 years old. Yes, I'm soon to be 47 years old. So yes, I'm probably a little bit aged when it comes to this shit. But I have over 9,300 photos on my phone and an ass-ton of videos on my phone. I have a YouTube page with videos on it. I have a website with photos on it. Several uh, social media outlets with photos on it. And uh, I have not one photograph of my genitalia. I'm just old-fashioned like that. There's not one video of me, uh, you know, breaking into somebody's house. Or teabagging the the hood of somebody's car. or, Or any number of the other things that idiots film themselves doing and then put the shit online for the world to see. But yeah, so, I don't know, maybe I should get up with the times, but uh, no. Uh, One person gets to see my junk, and that's it. So, I'm just too old-fashioned that way. This dumbass, though, not only shows his junk to the world, he dips his junk, dips his fucking nuts into the salsa. I mean, come on. That's that's a conversation starter for all time, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, have you, you ever done anything stupid? Well, I once teabagged the salsa. Who's next, dude? And just out of curiosity, if uh, if that nasty motherfucker uh, is listening, wasn't that hot? I mean, I don't, I don't know. He never really said. What kind of uh, uh, salsa it was, but uh, you know when I heard the word salsa delivery driver, I kind of like was thinking almost like a, a marinara for like breadsticks, and I was thinking, well, damn, are you, you send your sack trying to send a message? How about just deliver the food and don't be nice to them and take your measly eighty-nine cent tip and avoid the burns to the to the nether regions. I'm sorry, but that's a lot of recovery time down there. <clears throat> Just saying. You, you, don't, you, don't, you don't put that in danger. You know what I'm saying? And this, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, is tied into something that I've been telling you for quite some time on my podcast, on my social media posts, and in my book. I say it to you all the time. I'm telling you right now. Tip the fucking delivery driver good, okay, always, I, you cannot overtip the damn delivery driver, you take care of that guy, even if it's just you, <coughs> excuse me, even if it's just you, after work, and you ordered a small pepperoni, and some cheese sticks, and a six pack of pop, you still give the guy a fiver, at least. 89 cent tip is embarrassing. I mean, I'm sorry your your, your salsa got the flavor of this dude's uh, taint in it, but yeah, you should be tipping better. Speaking of genitalia, there's a uh, Japanese company that is uh, appealing to uh, a certain genitalia look. They're making a product called Party Pants, and what it is is it's a pair of pants uh, that's almost like a uh, legging-type pants that have built-in underwear. It's a thick, cottony underwear that's shaped like a camel toe to make it look like you have a camel toe. Now, it's being sold to both women and to men transitioning into women to make them look more uh, female. Uh, but faux camel toe is apparently a thing now. Uh, who knew? <clears throat> I always thought, and once again, maybe it's the old-fashioned I me, I always thought that if you discovered that you had a little bit of the toe, that you actually rectified that. You pulled things out and stretched things around as best you could to avoid having a visible camel toe. I understand that in some cases it gets to the point where you can't. You got the, uh, some people go beyond the camel toe and and you're dealing with full-blown moose knuckle. So I get it. It's not that, you know, you can't just plunge that son of a bitch out and fix things right there on the spot. But uh, I thought, you know, just for your average toe... That was, like, was something to be avoided. Is that now something that is to be achieved? Is that like something that, that you guys are going for? You want Camel Toe? I, once again, if so, I, fine. I get it. Whatever, sure, do your thing. I just, I didn't get the memo. I'm, I'm missing a lot of memos. As the years go by, fewer memos come my way. Of course, I'm filling out fewer TPS reports as well, but I'm getting fewer and fewer memos. I I did not know that actually going for camel toe was was a, a new hot thing, something that that women were aspiring to do. Just like I didn't know that nose hair extensions were were a thing. I, I saw that there was a there was this Instagram trendsetter, which once again blows my mind that that's a thing. <clears throat> I don't think I'll ever be considered a trendsetter by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but yeah, this Chinese Instagram trendsetter uh, has now made nose hair extensions a fashion trend, and it's like your eyelash extensions. It's like faux eyelashes, and they curve, and you just you place them right along the inside of the 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 rim of the nose along the circle circle part of the nose and they they curl up and out and on top of your nose and that's apparently a thing. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be completely and totally utterly honest with you at this point in time. I am... Ne- I've never been more glad in my entire life that only one person gets to see my genitalia. Because if I was back on the dating scene and you were telling me that that some of the shit that I talk about on a week-to-week basis is what's going on out there in the dating world, that, that, I, that I was going to come across faux camel toe and nose hair extensions while while hitting the bar scene, yeah no, forget about it, I'm done donezo, yeah, no, we'll figure out other alternatives (laughs) there there shan't be any more dating for me for the remainder of my life, I can guarantee you that married, divorced, widowed, doesn't fucking matter, ain't happening if that's what's going on in the world I'm turning an old man corner, I'm, I'm still with it with the technology, I'm just not with it with the shit you guys are doing I come across, you know, I find myself newly single and I come across some broad with nose hair extensions, faux camel toe, crocs and sandals, tapping out on the spot. I'm going to go home, I'm going to rub one out, I'm going to contemplate my alternatives tomorrow morning, but I'm not doing that. Just weird as shit. Taking myself out of rotation forever, even if my wife divorces me is my point here. So, Guys who are dating, tell me, how do you come across a woman with nose hair extensions and continue to even converse with her? And what kind of a surprise are you in for if you're uh, all of a sudden getting frisky with, uh, with nose hair McNoserton and you pull down them stretchy pants to find that she's rocking a photo? Yeah, the faux toe. The faux toe. It, yeah, once again. I'm glad I'm out of the rotation. Very, very glad I'm out of the rotation. <clears throat> and Speaking of being out of the rotation. Uh, uh, if anybody knows our story. Uh, my, my son Tommy, the last of our three children. Seven-year gap in between Tommy and Lily. Uh, he exists because I was supposed to take myself out of the gene pool, and didn't do it. Uh, I was supposed to go in for a little little bit of the old nip talk, and uh, never really made the appointment. Seven years later, shabam, we got uh, we got Tommy. So, a it all worked out in the end that sound you hear is my wife screaming at the at the radio right now. Uh, But I bring this up because uh, reading this story this week about uh, vasectomy parties. There's a little bit to unpack there. Now a friend of mine here in the neighborhood recently got a vasectomy. I'm not going to say which friend. Because it's nobody's business who got a vasectomy. I'm just telling you that a random friend of mine got a vasectomy here recently. And uh, I want to thank that friend, if they're listening, for uh, not actually throwing a vasectomy party. I read this story this week that people are actually doing this. I read a story about Leah and Willie Randall. They got three kids, and they threw what they called a snip-snip-hooray party When Willie got snipped. Yes, an actual party with family and friends. And it was entitled the Snip Snip Hooray Party. They had a cake with sperm frosting. They had custom t-shirts for all three of their kids that said, Swim Team Survivor. The dad wore a t-shirt that said, The swim team may have been cut, but the coach will never retire. Now, it, w- it wasn't an original idea by them. They had seen that other people had been throwing various types of vasectomy parties. And uh, I'm here to tell you, to, to any one of my guy, friends, or relatives that happen to be listening, you decide to have a vasectomy, hey, go have a, go have a vasectomy. I'm not, I'm not for or against vasectomies in any way, shape, or form. As a general rule, I personally don't really look forward to anybody ever snipping or inserting anything into me, so I try to avoid that at all costs. Uh, But as a general rule, no, go get your vasectomy. However, if you're going to go get your vasectomy and then you're going to throw a snip, snip, hooray party and invite me to it, please know up front that that is going to be A decline on that invite. I am not attending a vasectomy party. I'm not going to attend a party in which your three kids are wearing swim team survivor T-shirts and there's a fucking sperm cake. No, there was a Facebook. Page created for the party with pictures of the of the the operation, not of his actual genitalia, but various pictures of you know, the, the doctors and the doctor's routine and all of that stuff. And then they eventually put the pictures of the parties up. Listen, listen, I'm um, all for throwing a party. Let let's go. Everybody over here. will get on the deck. We'll load the table up with some good tacos. And uh, we'll smoke some of the finest herb until the sun goes down. Sure, no problem. Drop of a hat. Let's do it. No, we're not doing it for a a vasectomy. We're not doing it. Friend told me he got a vasectomy. I was like, hey, congratulations. Uh, You know, rest the boys. Hope everything works out for you. And then we went on to the next topic. There was no, come on over, man. I got balloons. No, uh -uh. uh-uh. Uh-uh. But Tom, what if he's offering, instead of goodies and cookies and and punch, if he's offering uh, uh, alcohol and Bud? Still, not going. (laughs) No. I can get my hands on alcohol. I can get my hands on Bud. I don't need to go to a snip-snip-hooray party to have that. Guys, this this is as bad as the uh the gender reveal parties okay stop doing this stop having snip snip parade party just go get the vasectomy yeah do it during march madness where they offer the discounts and you can stay home and watch hours of college basketball do it knock yourself out bro knock yourself out don't have a cake don't have decorations don't have custom t-shirts don't invite family members over. It's it, No. No, 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 no. Holy shit, no. And fucking no. i, I just I'm never going to attend one. Don't even invite me. We're good. I'm totally good without seeing that. I'm totally good without talking about it. And I'm totally good without having... A freaking party in its honor. We're good. We're okay. So, yeah. To my friend here who recently told me about his vasectomy. Thank you very much for not actually having a vasectomy party. I know you had mentioned that uh, people actually have... You had read that the people were having parties about it. And then I saw this story and I'm like, yep, there it is. Boom. People are having snip-snip parties. Yep, that's where I'm tapping out. <coughs> yeah. Totally good without ever seeing that. So, uh, stop doing that, please. Stop dipping your nuts in salsa and filming it. Stop fighting motherfuckers over crab legs at the buffet. For the love of God, stop. Just another week filled with nutty stories. Shockingly, though, shockingly, not one story about Florida. I knew Gubbins was probably sitting there thinking, what, no Florida stories? I didn't pull one out this week. Sorry. Didn't, maybe, who knows? Maybe next week. I mean, with every new day comes new hope for another Florida story, Mr. Gubbins. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got this week. Uh, guys, it's starting to get warmer. It's going to be in the 50s next week here in the Chicagoland area. We're turning a corner. Uh, as somebody that worked in landscaping for 26 years and follows the weather, live and die by the weather, I'm telling you right now, we're turning a corner. It's only a matter of a few more weeks, and you're going to have some spring-like temps. You're going to have your window down. You're going to start to see some plants popping out. You're going to need to get your your lawnmowers started up. So you're you're turning a corner here in the Chicagoland area. Everybody else, I don't know where the hell you're at, so I don't know what you're going through. Sorry. Shoot me a message. Let me know where you're at, and we'll discuss it. But that's all I got for you this week. As always, stay grateful. Now enjoy a little bit of the Friday song.